killers, murderers, decoding the crime verse. 911, what's your emergency? Hello, 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 and welcome back to Decoding the Crime Boys. I am Danny, and I am joined once again with Fearless Eagle. That is right, and today we are venturing into the wild west. Dun, 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 dun. I used dun, to, dun, dun, dun. I loved like cowboy movies as like a, ch- a, mm. like a child. Mm. Like, that was so cool. <laughs> like, I was like so fascinated. Hey. I don't know why, but that was me. And we're going to look at the infamous gunfighter, Billy the Kid. Let's go. Well, Nash called him Billy the Potato earlier, but we'll <laughs> stick with kids. You know, he died yeah. at 21. 21. My age. So uh. I would be dead. No, but you are not doing what he was doing. Yeah, but if I was him, then uh. I'd be dead now. Yeah. Shame. Isn't that sad? Shame. It I is. Mm-mm. Right, so we're going to look at his mm. life story, you know, because we have ventured into mm. a new, t- mm-hmm. well, category. Have we done guns? I don't think we've ever done a gunfighter. Nah, not that I remember. I know we've done robberies and murder mm-hmm. and serial killers and conspiracy, but you know, it's, we've got to have a Crazy first people. for everything. So... <laughs> We start in late 1859 when Henry McCarty was believed to be born to an Irish immigrant named Catherine McCarty. Mm -hmm. Although his father was never identified and Henry is, it's most likely said that he lived with his mother alone in the slums of New York City before moving to Indianapolis sometime in the next decade because his early years not much is known and this is what yeah. happens when you go further and further back in history i mean when i did my final grade 12 project i did it on the aztecs now the aztecs mm. are f- like ancient egypt days you, you, like you. I, I had to go scourging libraries <laughs> i couldn't even google because mm. there wasn't stuff on google that you could find no Mm-mm-mm. so me i was there in the library photocopying go to those <laughs> tribes and find out what was yeah, happening you know, do you hey. want to know what my topic was you'll find it interesting how Spain used Christianity as an excuse to colonize Mexico. Eh? Which they did. Okay. Yo, okay, now, yeah. Because that's actually what most European countries did. They said they were going to spread Christianity. Mm, yeah, I, then, I was thinking of that. But then all they did was colonize. Ah. Uh. Okay, but <sighs> and for example, in Mexico, they mm. would let the women convert to Christianity just so they could marry them, because they couldn't marry non-Christians. Yeah. Even though the woman didn't understand a single word of what they were saying, they'd be they'd like indoctrinate them into the Christian faith, baptize them, mm. and then the 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 soldiers yeah. could marry them. Okay, okay, okay. Do you I see? see what what, you're do you yeah. see? It was kind of all like very. Yeah, but that's also. A controversial it is very you're, controversial uh, i have okay. a, listen my whole thing was like a 24 page essay so. mm, 24 page yes yeah. it's <laughs> a book, <laughs> a book. <laughs> no yeah. it wasn't a book it was very interesting i enjoyed it so much but we are not talking about the aztecs 
We are in the Wild West. Yeah, yeah. And we go to now 1873. And this is when Catherine McCarthy, so his mom, marries uh-huh. William Antrim yeah, yeah. in Santa Fe, New Mexico. By this time, Catherine has developed tuberculosis and it isn't long before the family settles in Silver City that Mm. they had moved to because of the local mining opportunities and a better climate because when you got TB, you you need to do whatever you can. We then skip to September of 1874 and after being confined to a bed for months, Catherine dies of TB leaving Henry as a orphan and Henry's stepfather expresses little interest in raising a teenage boy it's like it's not mine I don't care yep Mm. and Henry then moved into the local boarding house run by Miss Sarah Brown Henry is arrested in that same month for his theft with his boarding house mate George Scaffer According to the legend, okay, so this might not be true, but we're going to put it in anyway, because it's (laughs) dramatic. Henry acted as a lookout while George robbed a Chinese laundry operator stealing clothing and two pistols. Henry was charged with larceny and was incarcerated. Mm. So Mm. his life Mm. of crime Mm. started young. Mm. Okay. However, shimmering, sh- shimmering, <laughs> Go shimmering, yeah, yeah. shimmering, <laughs> shimmering. What? Not shimmering. Shim- Sh- shimmy, shimmying. Uh, shimmy. <laughs> that, oh God. Oh no. Nah. The chimney. Yeah. Through the chimney <laughs> and escaped the jail. Guys, why did he have access to the hey. chimney in the first place? I don't yeah, understand. Hey. But, okay, it does make sense because when I was looking at their setting, like back then, the mm. type of houses that they had, it was like, yeah, yeah, your yeah. prison looked like a house. <laughs> like, so he escapes jail, right? <laughs> and he begins his life as an outlaw at age 15. Nash, what were you doing at age 15? 15. I was watching anime. Wow. Busy, worried about eating and What was I doing at 15? 15, 15. Yeah. Studying. 15, 15, 15, 15. <laughs> For yeah, nah, definitely yeah. watching cartoons. Okay. Yeah, definitely. You can tell the difference between a boy and a girl, I'm yeah. just saying. So, Henry then travels 500 miles in the New Mexican desert alone. Let's go. Okay, and his stepfather had reportedly given him some money and told him to leave town. He's like, I'm not <laughs> dealing with an outlaw of a kid. You stole things, get away, please move. Right. Mm. We then jump to April 1876. So Henry arrives near Camp Grant in Arizona Territory looking for work. He picks up some jobs on ranches in the area and earns the notorious label Kid because he's obviously only 15. Okay, And it was a common nickname for juvenile delinquents. Mm. Right. The Kid, as he was referred to, quickly lived up to this name by frequently gambling and falling into local criminal gangs and things like that specifically with john r Mackey, who was known as a horse thief and suspected murder you see how cool would life be in the cowboy days we have horse thieves we don't have that it's the same thing nowadays pirates nowadays are not as epic as the pirates back in like the 1700s yeah fight me i'll fight back 
Okay, <laughs> like you cannot tell me the pirates because they are still pirates. People, it's just basically people who hijack. Yeah. So if you get robbed at sea, That's a, a pirate. pirate. Yes. Ah, so even if they look modern, yes. yeah. So like if you okay. if you're in your little boat traveling mm. with your cargo, and another boat zooms up to you and they like get on your boat and steal your stuff. Yeah. That's pirates. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, it's not as epic as the sword yeah. buckling, yeah, treasure I'm hunting not, pirates. When you say pirate, I'm like thinking, you know, Jack the whole, yeah, yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, I love those movies like, oh, so much. Let's go. Right. So, although along with Mackie, Henry was arrested under the name Henry Antrim, which is his stepfather's surname. Mm. The men were charged with stealing three horses belonging to soldiers. And despite being shackled, he managed to escape. Yeah, let's go. While the guards were attending a local dance. Uh, <laughs> so it's... Hey, uh, hey, Billy had a... Uh, all right, he was left alone. Ish, ish. Yeah. So Billy then brazily returned to the area near Camp Grant, Arizona, and joins a poker game where he exchanges insults with a blacksmith, Francis Ectic. Wendy Cahill. When Cahill mm. reportedly pinned Henry to the ground and slapped him, the kid shot hey. Cahill. The kid then fled back to New Mexico territory and Cahill died the following day. Hey. Henry then subsequently linked up with a group of thieves south of Silver City. This band was known as The Boys and was part of a large outlaw network that all was basically like a crime syndicate of the Southwest. Mm. You see, we live in such boring times, if you <laughs> ask me. Like, what? I also want <laughs> to be part of this yeah. network. It's like the same thing in the 1920s. They had Murder, Inc. I also want... Mm, it's I think just I'll so cool. Maybe it's just because I'm such an avid reader and I love things like that. Anyway. It's cool, but yeah, for me, I, I feel like the mafia would, would do for me. Yeah, but exact okay, yeah. Murder Inc. was the mafia's assassins. Mm. Exactly. Okay, it's like, it like blows my mind how cool it is. But anyway, <laughs> so then the late 1877, the kid assumed the alias William H. Boney. And obviously, Billy is short for William. So mm. he is arrested and jailed in Lincoln County for possessing horses belonging to a cattleman, John Tunstall. Upon hey. his release, however, the 24-year-old Tunstall hires him to work as a cowboy and a gunman. So he stole from you. <laughs> this is the definition of <laughs> Christian forgiveness. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you stole from me. It's fine. Come work. Yeah. You know, I forgive like you. Great. Right. And something, you know. Decent. We then get to 1878. Tunstall leaves his ranch with Kid and four other men transporting nine horses to Lincoln. On their way, a posse, including James Dolan, Billy Matthews, Jesse Evans, and Buckshot Roberts. That's hey, such a cool Buckshot. name. Orders Tunstall's livestock seized on behalf of Sheriff Brady. When Tunstall approaches the posse, members of the posse shoot and kill Tunstall. This event in instigates what will come to be known as the Lincoln County War. Hmm. Now, I don't know hmm. much about American history, so I cannot tell you about this war. Right. Tunstall's foreman, who was an appointed special constable by the Justice of Peace, John Wilson, gave this one guy power, his name was Brewer, to make arrests. He immediately forms a group called the Regulators. 
<laughs> and deputized the posse, which includes Billy the Kid. Let's go. Cool. The regulators consider themselves a lawful posse with license to avenge the murder of Tunstorm. Hmm. And they are paid $4 a day. Hmm. Okay? In their quest for revenge. Hmm. Wasting little time, the regulators captured three members of Dolan's posse en route to jail in Lincoln. All three prisoners are killed. New Mexico Governor Samuel Beach Axtell visits Lincoln out of concern over the mayhem and cancels this regulator's appointment. Mm-hmm. Appointment. Yeah. And basically, he's like, no, they are not allowed. They're not a thing. There's no such thing as revenge killing. This is against the Constitution. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. However, Billy and five other regulators position themselves in a coral hidden by a 10-foot wall. As Sheriff Brady walks down the street, they open fire, killing him and a deputy in retaliation for Tunstall's death. During the fight, Billy is shot in the thigh, but he escapes. Three days later, Buckshot Roberts tracks the regulators down. Both he and (laughs) Brewer are killed. Over the next three months, the violence escalates on both sides. Hey. Several more people are killed, but in the courtroom, only the regulators are indicted for any murder. So basically, this is also very one-sided. Because the regulators are seen as the bad guys, mm. they're only getting charged with murder, even though people yeah. on the other side of the fight are doing the same thing. Mm. Right. Then the fighting peaks with a five-day war in Lincoln. 60 regulates... Your 60? How big did this group get? I thought it was like five people. <laughs> yeah, recruit, recruit. <laughs> fighting fighting gun battle against James Dolan and Sheriff George Pepin and about 40 of their men. Right. After five days of fighting, army cavalry and infantry companies ride into Lincoln with rapid fire guns with that they shoot 2000 rounds of ammunition hey, 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 hey. so then they they, they, they quite um mm. the weapon yeah, <laughs> despite yeah. claiming to remain neutral the army remains the army ma- aims oh their cannon uh, aims <laughs> their cannon at the regulators and threatens to blow the house away if anyone hey. inside hey. fires several radi- mm. regulators flee Diminishing their ranks to only 13. Sheriff Pippin surrounds the house, setting it on fire, calling for surrender. Taking command, Billy tries to save the others by making a run for it and causing a diversion, Mm. but was Mm. not successful. During the firefight, later dubbed the Big Killing, most of the remaining regulators are killed and Dolan's faction claims the victory. Mm. Then... In September the same year, President Rutherford B. Hayes appoints Lou Wallace as governor of New Mexico Territory in hopes that he can restore order. Governor Wallace soon issues a proclamation of amnesty for all parties involved in Lincoln County War, except those currently under indictment. Unfortunately for Billy, the murders of Sheriff Brady and Buckshot Roberts prevent him from receiving pardon. Hey, hey, hey. Right, then on the one-year anniversary of Tunstall's murder, Billy and four others ride to Lincoln to meet with Jimmy Dolan and four of his men. The meeting nearly turns violent, but ultimately both sides meet in the center of a road, shake hands, and sign an agreement to stop testifying against or killing each other. Mm -hmm. It's also agreed that if anyone violates the pact, he should be killed on sight. Hey. 
Hey. Okay. Hey. Governor Wallace then receives the first of several letters from Billy, and this is in March of 1979. In his letters, Billy says, now this guy is under 21. Imagine having the audacity <laughs> to write to the governor. Okay, he says, and I'm going to quote, I have no wish to fight anymore. Indeed, I have not raised an arm since your proclamation. As to my character, I refer to any of the citizens, for the majority of them are my friends and have been helping me all they could. I am called Kid Antrim, but Antrim is my stepfather's name. Waiting for an answer, and I remain your obedient servant. So, I remain your obedient servant is actually how they used to sign off letters way back when. That's just a known fact. But Wallace replies to Billy's letters, telling him to appear at Squire Wilson's house in Lincoln at a specific date and time. Wallace also writes, and I quote, I have the authority to exempt you from prosecution if you will testify to what you know. If you could trust Jesse Evans, you can trust me. But did they not say not to testify? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go to April 1879. Billy appears before the grand jury and testifies that Jimmy Dolan and Billy Campbell killed Chapman. In return... And I quote, I will let you go scot-free with a pardon in your pockets for mm. all your misdeeds, Wallace mm. told Billy. Mm. After having seen Billy interact in public, Wallace realized that he was a popular figure. Dolan and Campbell are indicted for murder and Jesse Evans is named an accuser. In all, more than 200 indictments are returned against 50 men, but only a few would ever come close to going to trial many took advantage of the governor's amnesty or were released on rights of habeas corpus others disappeared those with ties to santa fe rings such as dolan pippin and dudley won acquittals or had charges dropped this actually really shows how flawed the justice system was like if half of more than half of them got off yep we then go to the summer of the same year and Billy rides to New Mexico, arriving in Las Vegas, where according to his friend, Henry Hoyt, Billy dines with the notorious Missouri outlaw, Jesse James. Dun, dun. Then we go to early of 1880. Back in New Mexico, Billy poses awkwardly for the only photo ever taken of him. It's very strange. And Billy's <laughs> lover... Petulia Maxwell later claims that she never liked the picture, claiming it does not do him justice. It's very strange. I will, sh- like, it's yeah. strange. No, they did say that the picture didn't do him justice. It's, it's like, very, yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> January of 1880, in a saloon in Fort Summer, Billy shoots and kills a local drunk during an argument. Now, you see, you just mm-hmm. got off all your crimes, mm-hmm. and now you're going to shoot people. You stupid. Hi, hi, hi. We then go to November of the same year and a posse tracks Billy and his gang back to the ranch between Vegas and White Oaks where a gun battle breaks out. A popular White Oaks blacksmith, Jim Carlisle, is shot while entering the house to discuss terms of surrender with Billy. Both sides blame the other for the death. Then, J.H. Kugler, the editor and publisher of the Las Vegas Gazette, Gazette, publishes an editorial in which he refers to Billy for the first time as Billy the Kid. So this is where he gets his notorious nickname. Kugler mm. continues writing articles about his exploits and reputation as an outlaw. In December, Billy writes Governor Wallace to Governor Wallace and vigorously, vigorously denies that he or any of his men shot Jim. Despite his pleas of innocence, Wallace publishes a notice in the New Mexico newspaper three days later for a five hundred dollar 
reward mm. if they can mm. deliver him mm. to the sheriff's office. Hey. Five days later, Sheriff Pat Garrett and his men ambushed the regulators after luring them back into town with false information. But Billy escapes back to his hideout with most of his gang intact. Then Garrett's men track them to the hideout and surround the one-room stone house. After a day of banter between Billy and Garrett, Billy and his men surrender, allegedly drawn out by the aroma of bacon and beans. <laughs> Imagine. Hi, hi. Imagine. Over the next two days, after a soulful goodbye to his sweetheart, he is taken away and he is the talk of the town. Tanto. The Las Vegas Gazette publishes a jailhouse interview with Billy and in it he is quoted saying, What's the use of looking on the gloomy side of everything? The laughs on me this time. Basically saying, I screwed up, I deserve this. Mm -hmm. So the trial for the murder of Sheriff Brady begins in Santa Fe on the 8th of April, 1881. And Albert Jennings Fountain, who had written scandaling editorial on Billy's former gang, is chosen to represent the kid. After only two days of testimony, both sides of the case rest and the jury returns a guilty verdict of first-degree murder. And Billy is sentenced to die on May 18th because they still had the death penalty back then. Mm. He, will, he was the only person convicted of any crimes in the Lincoln County War. Mm. While awaiting execution in the Lincoln jail, Billy asks his guards to take him to the toilet. Hey, During yeah, the trip, yeah, yeah. Hey. he gains possession of one of the guards' guns and yeah, kill him. Yeah. From Sheriff Garrett's office, the kid then grabs a shotgun, mm, takes mm, aim mm, out a jailhouse window at a second guard who is walking across the street and kills him. Mm. Then Billy knocks the shackles off his legs with a pickaxe and flees on a stolen horse. The mm. guys escape jail mm. like three times. Mm -hmm. The next day, word of kids' escape inspires hundreds of news stories and articles <laughs> around the world. Mm. Sheriff Garrett and his two best deputies slip into Fort Summer in early evening of July 14, 1881 to look for Billy after reportedly hearing a rumor that his girlfriend was pregnant with Billy's child. Near midnight, the men enter the gate of the Maxwell house and stand on the porch. Garrett enters Maxwell's room, sitting near the head of the, the head bed. Of the bed yeah. the, Billy, spotting the deputies on the porch, pulls his gun from his waistband and whispers, say I'm assuming that is Spanish, mm. which means who is it? Mm. As he breaks back towards Maxwell's door, Maxwell whispers to Garrett, LS, it's him? Uh, and Garrett pulls yeah, out his yeah. gun and fires twice, killing Billy! And Garrett, you. Dun, dun, dun. The coroner's jury rules Billy's death as a justifiable mm. homicide. In the mm. afternoon, a procession followed the wagon carrying the coffin nearby Fort Summers Cemetery. Billy was then buried near two of his fallen brethren. Dun, dun. By railroad and telephone lines and news, his death travels worldwide as the Times of London runs a reprint of his obituary. Garrett received international acclaim and Billy's story made headlines in hundreds mm -hmm. of newspapers and mm -hmm. he's one of the most mm -hmm. filmed mm -hmm. about people in history mm -hmm. this guy was epic i'm just yeah saying. no he was epic i'm sorry 
to do that all bef- before you're 21. Hey. Like, <laughs> like the way he conducts himself, you would think he's like a 40-year-old. But he's like yeah, that's, 18. That's, that's, that's what I also Although thought. people don't live that long anyway those days. But besides the point, <laughs> like the way you can, he conducted himself and he was in with the... What was this gang's name now? The one with the... Regulators. Yeah. Like, I just... From jailbreaks to... Everything, everything, everything. <laughs> this yeah. guy was epic. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. For, for me, I saw... Okay, it was a situation of... He was forced to... Okay, he couldn't enjoy his childhood. Mm. So, he had to grow up at a young age. Yeah. And because of that, he ended up... But many people those days did because so many people, like, parents died or Mm. they were sent to work Mm. as, like, 12-year-olds. I mean, that changes your mentality very quickly. Yeah. When you're working in a mine compared to sitting at home playing iPad. But the area that you went in was too... Hey, too hardcore. I'm sorry, this guy was epic. Epic. And the way the the reputation that he gained... Yeah. To most people, when you think Billy the Kid, you actually think of like a bank robber and he never robbed a single bank. Mm. So I think it's kind of his name has become associated with that old West of gunslinging bank robber. It's become associated with that when that's actually not his true story. His true Mm. story is that he became part of this gang and then there was the whole Lincoln County War because they're trying to get revenge. And I mean, his story is actually very different to... Mm. Yeah, what yeah. people assume. Because mm. um, when yeah. I thought of doing Billy the Kid, I thought like Old West bank robbery. This is gonna be epic, and then <laughs> I was like, oh, that was one of those people. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the the good guy on the wrong team. He, you know, he reminds me of, and I know they were absolutely <laughs> notorious, but Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah. I mean, like they're bank robbers, but I'm like rooting for them till the end. <laughs> Like, I'm like, just drive faster and then you wouldn't have been taken mm-hmm. a different route. You wouldn't have been shot. Don't do that. That's Don't do that. Mm. Oh, yeah, their no, story agree, is yeah. so epic. I love the Bonnie mm. story. Uh, they, I once read a quote. It was like, I don't want what Romeo and Juliet have. I want what Bonnie and Clyde have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, me too. Yeah. <laughs> so. <sighs> I think he was epic. I enjoyed his story. And he had a brother. He actually did it. He had a brother? Yeah, yeah. What brother. did his brother do? You need to step up your game, <laughs> sir. How can your brother be so famous that hey, I didn't even know you yep. existed? Mm-hmm. Not that you can hear because you're probably dead, but. Yeah. I don't ish. But yeah, the, yeah you still That's so cool. I'm sorry. Mm. Like, there's just certain periods in time that are like so epic. And now I have what I have. And I'm like, I was born <laughs> in the wrong century. <laughs> Honestly, I'd have so much fun. Yeah. Although, I think we need to. As a female, I don't know how much fun I would have had, but... Hey! Three musketeers, you know, type of situations where... Ah, Imagine being a musketeer during Mm. the French Revolution. You see? Speaking about France, have you seen how bad Paris is at the moment? (laughs) Nope. I'm not going to check what's happening. Yo, Paris! Mm. It's it's French Viva Revolution all over again. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so out of... Okay, let me say out of 10. Okay. What do you rate? This guy, mm. as a criminal, mm. a 10. A 10. He owns my heart. Hey, let's go. Let's, let's go, Did the most, did the most, Billy. 
when we meet you one day. We don't okay, know if we yeah. went to heaven, but <laughs> <laughs> hopefully you nah, had like an you'll encounter. be there in heaven, you know, you can like, yeah, Billy, why did you do that? Now look where you are. <laughs> but you are epic. Yeah. So epic. <laughs> Yeah, uh, nah. But that is all for this week. We hope you enjoyed the story as much yeah, as yeah. we did. We will see you next time. Peace, peace. Stay updated and entertained with Active FM on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Apple Podcast, YouTube, LinkedIn, Spotify, Anchor, and everywhere else. Engage with us. Like the posts, comment, share them out, retweet, and repost. Spread the word. Active FM. Radio has never been better.